There are many mysteries. Mysteries. There are many things that we don't know. Don't we? There are many obscurities. Really? There are many places where we should go. They They are are the mysteries mysteries of the universe. universe. Mysteries of the universe. Mysteries of the universe. 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 Mysteries Mysteries of of the... the (laughs) You fucked it up! I got it wrong. (laughs) You're a dickhead. (laughs) We've been singing that song for years and you just fucked it. That's my favourite bit of the song. (laughs) And the comic timing is really important. God damn it. (laughs) We're not doing it again, Dave. If we were professionals, we'd start again. No, we wouldn't. No, professionals don't start again. No, I'm just going to like hold it against you. Warts and all. (laughs) Warts and all, just like uh, my favourite witches. Just like your favourite genitalia. My f- <laughs> this is my best friend, Shana Manuga. And this is my best friend, David Teak. And, and we, we are, are the two little dickers. What are we? Uh, what are we doing today, Bob Job? Well, <laughs> I love my new nickname. Uh, <laughs> we today are gonna manifest demystifying manifestations. D, this is demystify with mm-hmm. the two little dickheads, mm-hmm. and we are demystifying manifestations. Mm-hmm, exactly. And what is manifestation? What's something that we would like to manifest today? And how can we go about manifesting better things in our lives? What well, is manifesting? Well, uh, it sounds like man feast to me. <laughs> well, man feast is always a good thing. But uh, is it man feast? Not really. Not really. Because anyone can manifest. This is not a, a gender specific. Um, is it specific to feasting? Uh, absolutely. In terms of your spirituality and how much you're entitled to. Yes. Feast away. You are the king of your life or the queen and, and you are just going to eat all the grapes at the I party. would like to be the court jester. Okay. You can be the court jester. I don't have to be a king or a queen? Well, no. I mean, I think it's an archaic system anyway. Can I be the court jester of my own life? Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Well, you can manifest whatever you want. That's the beauty of manifestation. Who's the king of my life then? Uh, can I outsource that? You can, yeah, you can probably outsource <laughs> someone to be the king of your life. Maybe it's a cat. I'd say it is a cat. Well, I'd say Phoenix, our cat, is the king. There's and definitely some kings in the cat community in our lifestyle. Mm, that we definitely manifested. Oh, I have to, Maybe I'm, we should call it catifestation. I'm just, I'm just going down the, the rabbit hole, but I really could do with a king. Of my own life that's not me. Because I don't like all making all the big decisions. Well, like I think if you have a king, it needs to be someone that's not too power hungry, but is um, also, uh, you know, really particular in what they want. So it should be a king that came into it through hereditary rather than someone that grasped the throne. Well, no, I don't think it needs to be heredit- hereditary. Is that well, there's two heredit- ways. Hereditary. 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 Hereditary, not hereditary. Or uh, We're not nep- in England. Nep- nep- nepotisms? Nep- no, no, no I don't think. No, I think that's the archaic system you're falling but, back into. No, there. but there's two ways to become a king. Either you take the throne through force, or your dad was king and you're like, oh, it's my turn. It's one, one or two. By force. Or, oh, my turn. 
Is Those it? are the two kings. <laughs> By force. Oh. Daddy, can I have a turn, please? I, I'm the firstborn son, and I really would like to sit on that chair. Oh, ho, ho, ho. All of a sudden, I, I felt like you were talking to Santa Claus. I, I would like to be the one that gets to decide who goes to the war, and I want to eat at the big table. Uh, no. No, you cannot. But Daddy, it's hereditary. I'm the king now, and stop looking at me like you just want me to fall off my perch just so you can rule the, the, the peasants. But Mummy says one day I'll be king when you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Why that scoundrel? <laughs> I knew, I knew, and you should favour the children. <laughs> um, I, I don't know why I'm finding it really uncomfortable to 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 riff around royalness. What what is wrong with me? I don't know. What is that? Do I Are have you some anti-royal? S- Maybe I am. Are you a Republican? I mean, probably. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I I liked Princess Di. Who didn't? Me. What? You didn't like Princess nah, Di? Yeah, she was everywhere. I was like, here's <laughs> one of the stupidest things I've ever thought in my whole life. Uh, I've had a couple of really moronic thoughts in my life. Mm-hmm. Well, a couple, thoughts, just a couple? Just a couple. That not, ter- not, too, not too many, just a couple. Like declarations that I thought to be true when I said them mm-hmm. and turned out to be wrong. Yeah. One of them was when I saw, when I was in the movies and mm-hmm. the preview came up for a movie called Titanic. And I turned to my mate and said, oh, my God, that is going to bomb. You were wrong about that. It looked terrible. <laughs> it really looked it like it was going to It didn't look terrible. And it was terrible. It wasn't terrible. It was fantastic. What are you talking about? You didn't like the Titanic? Oh, I hated it. I manifested that movie. I, as a child, wanted that movie to happen wanted, and it happened. You wanted that movie to happen. Yeah, I wrote a story all about it and then they made the movie. Wow. Yeah. You, you should sue James Cameron. Well, I did send him a, a copy of my story. And then the movie magically happened, but of course I was six, so no one really believed well, that it was me. Six-year-olds can sue. Six-year-olds can sew. I don't know if they can sue. Their sue. name can be Sue. They can be. They can be a girl. A boy named Sue. They could be a boy named Sue. I love that a song. A boy named Sue. Now yeah. he was the king. My name is Sue, and I'm a boy. I'm the boy named Sue. Sue. That's boy who I Sue. am. Yeah, if you don't know that song. song, you should look it up. Classic. That'll be the classic. classic song find of the day for you. Um, then the second thing, I remember specifically where I was when Princess Di died. Me too. I was uh, I was on my way to see the North Sydney Bears play the Eastern Suburbs Roosters. Nobody cares. And <laughs> nobody uh, cares about that. <laughs> and uh, and I heard the Princess Di was was dead. Jesus uh, Christ, Dave! Do it you was have on to the say, radio. Could you, could you be a bit more tactful? Okay, spoilers. Some people out there, that, that is traumatic <laughs> for some people. You're just triggering people left, right, and centre. This is meant to be about manifestation. Yeah, we're, we're manifesting. Die all over again. Well, I maybe I manifested it because I had like she'd been on the covers of all the women's magazines, which I didn't read, but uh, but I saw them in the store, and sometimes I'd see them and I'd go, Ah, I'm sick of Princess Die, and then she died. You got sick of you, mate. You killed Princess Di. And Dye? then I said to my mate, uh, "When that I is got all to your fault. She's dead because of you. No. Harry lost his mum because of you. No. I'm so fucking mad at you right now. That's it. No sex for a week. What? Jesus. No. <laughs> no. I've. I. No. She's dead because she didn't wear a seatbelt. Oh, that is controversial. Everyone she didn't have time. In, everyone in that car that was wearing a seatbelt survived. 
Everyone that wasn't wearing a seatbelt died. It's not her fault the paparazzi were after her. And Why she didn't she put maybe on the seatbelt? Maybe she couldn't get it out of the hole. You know, sometimes it gets stuck. It's a limo. There's like nine different holes. Well, maybe Dodie didn't... Any holes are goal. Maybe it was so she didn't crease her dress because then she'd be yeah, in the tabloids. Yeah, that's what... Exactly. Yeah. It was, uh, it was narcissism that killed her. Not Look, David Teak, would you stop it? You killed her. You manifested this. I manifested it. But then I was at the footy and I turned, I got to the footy and I saw my mate and he go, hey, did you hear Princess Di's dead? And he went, oh. And then I went, good, we'll never have to hear about her again. <gasps> you are outrageous. <laughs> and I was wrong. No sex, three weeks. No sex, three no. weeks. <laughs> three weeks, no sex. No. I can't believe this. The I can't believe there's sex, 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 sex sanctions that are happening today. I can't believe Princess Di is fucking up my sex life. <laughs> you manifested this. This is what you wanted. I just wanted to not have to he- see her and hear about her all the time. <laughs> and now we've got that Megan Malakle. <laughs> um, I think you find it's Megan Merkin. Megan Merkin, yeah. where with her little Merkin, just grow your own pubes. <laughs> David! It's her right to manifest her pubes however she went, wants and wishes. Do you reckon Harry wears a Merkin so he doesn't have to have orange pubes? <laughs> Third, you are all over the triggers today. <laughs> you are so offensive. You brought up Merkins. <laughs> you, you brought up pubes. Nobody likes that word. Actually, there's not many words I don't like. Like I'm Pube. into moist. I I'm like into moist. all the words that people don't like. I even think soup is quite attractive. But pubes is the pubes. worst. I'm not word. a fan of pubes. I'm a big <laughs> fan of moist. And I'm, but I'm not a fan of moist pubes. <laughs> but moist, fuck, fuck me. Yes. Uh, hey, here's some cake. It's really moist. Yes. Yes. You want to visit the swamp today? Yes, I do. Is it going to be moist? No, it's dry. That's not a swamp. You're ruining my holiday. <laughs> you, re- you should see Dave that he just twitched. He just twitched. He was so into that holiday. He twitched. I was going to go for a lovely holiday to the swamp. <laughs> you I was twitched. Gonna, Your actual face twitched because f- you were so angry about losing that imaginary holiday. You I was going to chase after the dragonflies and <laughs> poke at the mudfish and uh, and uh, have a mud bath in nature's mud. None of that fancy bloody synthetic mud they have at the day spas. Hey, that's... That's that's really good quality mud. I want nature's mud. Well, I think it's all non, nature's mud. I don't babe. want any GMO mud. <laughs> I want good organic mud from the mangroves Do you want themselves. it to be fair trade or not? No, I want it to be where it originated. I don't want it to be traded. Oh. I want to go to it in the swamp and I want that swamp to be moist. <laughs> is this your fire? A dry swamp is, this <laughs> is not what I'm looking for. Stop. Cracking me up, I can't Dry swamp, you've got (laughs) dragonflies that are thirsty. Is this your... No. No. There's one of these is a bug sound. Fuck. It's the bottom one. Dragonfly. (laughs) Hear how sad that dragonfly is. Here's my water. This swamp is so dry. Oh, why? Why would they dry out the swamp? (laughs) Just because people don't like the, the word moist. And now I'm thirsty. Hey, you've got a pube on your face. Oh, <laughs> what a gross word. They should just burn all the pubes. Uh, no, no. People Come can on. wear there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with pubes just because the word is bad. You've never seen dragonfly pubes. <laughs> no, I haven't, admittedly. They're very spiky. Okay, okay. 
And uh, what colour are they out of interest? Orange. Oh, cute. Why we all wear merkins? It's gross. <laughs> that is not right. That's very, no. That's oh, discrimination. Hey, we're dragonflies. We've got our own world. <laughs> so, Dave, is this... You know if Oh, you my s- gosh. <laughs> is this what you're manifesting today? Yeah. Dragonfly pubes. No, I want to keep the... Uh, no. That was the dragonfly, and <laughs> I will not judge dragonflies on how they live in their lives in society, okay, in their world. You know in what? I, moist you know what I've been thinking. I'd really like to have another podcast. Uh, that sounds great. Yeah, I'd like I'd, done. I'd Are like, you going to manifest it? Yeah, I think done. Should, yeah, let's manifest another podcast. Let's just take someone else's. Yeah, I mean, this is demystify with the two little dickheads. Uh, we are Shani and Dave meditating. To empower super spirituality, that's who we are. But yeah, meditating, empowering super spirituality, sad mess. Oh, no, I Dave. never realized that. Yeah, Shani and Dave. Shani and Dave. Meditation, meditation empowering super spirituality. It's a sad mess. By demystifying every mystery one at a time. Because there's too many mysteries out there. There's so many mysteries. Let's get rid of some. Let's demystify some of them. Well, for starters, I, I'm manifesting the power, using the power of manifestation today to actually um, will my way into someone else's podcast. Well, we could take and a better podcast. Take it over. Yeah. We could exactly. take a better, we could just take a podcast well, that's basically, established. Yeah, I want one that's a bit more consistent. I want the podcast to come out every week. I want a podcast that. Um, Fun guests. With fun guests, yeah, like that's that's Wacky actually got characters. a few more scores on the board because we've only done a few. Uh, I want we're, 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 I want a podcast that's already been around for a year or so. All right, so let's, let's take m- one. Okay, let's take one. Which uh, one should we take? Let's have a look through the rolodex of podcasts. Okay, um, there's uh, there's a Game of Thrones podcast. There's that one called Pod of Thrones. Pod of Thrones. It's all about the character Podrick and how Podrick. Uh, apparently is good at sex, but we never get to see, so that's probably a lie. Oh, oh well, it's probably a lie. What about that Eat Snacks one you like? Is that uh, uh, Michael and Thomas Eat Snacks? Yeah, that would be a good one to take. They eat snacks. And that one, that one, they haven't done that for a while, but they got to 100. Okay. And I like that. And that's the podcast where... I think where they've got tough security because they're quite well known. They are pretty tough on the security. Mm. I have noticed in the past when I've tried to steal their podcast mm. that they uh, have this sign that comes up on the computer that says no. Right. Uh, just like it just says no. And uh, and in actual fact, it has a red circle with a cross through it and says no. Well, the, you know, what, the difference being negative. is that time you were stealing it, this time we're manifesting it because this is the power uh. of manifestation. So we just need to do a little manifesting chart, but we need to know, we have to be very clear and direct as to what we're manifesting. So we need to definitely narrow down which podcast. So we're going to take- What about Ross Purdy destroys comedy? Ooh. We demystify, he destroys. They're both D words. Oh yeah. Much like the other D word I'm thinking of. Dickhead? No. Dick. Dick? Ed. Ed? Well, Apologies Ross, for the phone beeping. But yeah, that's what's just, going on uh, there, Dave? Well, it's just the when every time you manifest something, Some, it's uh, a, a, ding. a ding. Yeah, and oh. every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings, <laughs> and every time an angel gets its wings, a bird loses its wings, and every time a bird loses its wings, an emu is born, and every time an emu is born, uh, a koala goes. That Burp. looks like fun, and every time a koala goes, that looks like fun. They get fucked up on eucalyptus leaves. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That was a train of... That's how that happens. That's a train of absurdist how that That's happens. That's just how it happens. Okay. Nothing absurd about nature. No, nothing. 
It's a, it's a weird, wacky world, nature. No, it's th- a, when babies happen, they grow in a stomach. That's they absurd. They grow in a stomach. It's That's ridiculous. So fucking weird. Right it's in so the stomach. Weird. And then the woman has to eat through their womb. It's, it's just... Sc- it's so bizarre. The stomach is full of baby. Yeah. Arms and, and legs and a head inside a stomach. You take a pregnant woman to lunch and you go, I can't eat anymore. My stomach's full of baby. And you, <laughs> you go, just digest through your womb. <laughs> That's how absurd nature is. Uh, nature is absolutely absurd in the greatest possible way. And so is Ross Purdy. I'm really Ross liking Purdy. the idea of manifesti- manifesting Ross Purdy will destroy comedy as our new right. podcast. I want that to be our podcast. Let's, let's some, do them. Let's get some sort of sound effect that will let's transition us let's into. I will be Ross Purdy. I will be. I will be Ross Purdy. I will. Comedy. I will destroy comedy. And here we are. Oh my god, I think I think we did it. Dave. This is two little dickheads demystify Ross Purdy destroys comedy. Citrani and Dave. No, this isn't demystified anymore. This is just... This is just... We're just all the way over there. We are all the way there. We are. (laughs) Ross Birdie will destroy comedy. We're in his podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Manifestation. It's been done. We can take what we want because we decided that's what we wanted. We've done it. Yeah, we've done it. We're absolutely here. Let's just... Let's have a look around. Yeah. What's this button do? <laughs> oh, he needs canned laughter. <laughs> uh, suck on that, Ross. I always thought you had a live studio audience. No, he doesn't. He I doesn't at he all. Did. All this time, I've been listening to that podcast, and I thought he had a hilarious live studio audience. No, I'm surprised laugh. he even wears pants. I don't think you know because I usually likes to get around in that rainbow g-string. Well, it's a beautiful g-string. It is a beautiful d- d- and in d- fact, g-string. If you look at his poster, you can see his pubes. <laughs> And they're orange, which is what you've been slamming. You, I have not. You've been slamming. I have not slammed them. I have just pondered whether Harry would cover his orange pubes. Why would he do that? With a merkin. Why would he do that? There's nothing wrong with anyone's Why pubes. Why would he leave the, the royal family? The only thing wrong with pubes is the name pubes. Pubes. I think they should be called red pubes. People. No, you are. No. They call them red heads, but then they say their pubes are orange. Pick a colour. Look. There's a, I've got red hair at the moment and there's a yeah. lot, but even so. I'm into it. Yeah, I know you're into it. I'm into it. Don't sexualise the redhead. I'm though. not. I'm Don't objectify redheads. I like colours. <laughs> I'm pro-colour. Okay, well now we're steering into weird territory. Thank God we're on Ross Purdy's podcast and not our podcast. Fodcast? Fodcast. <laughs> like, I'm getting tongue-tied because you're making me nervous. We should do a parody of uh, Ross of the uh, the Game of Thrones podcast. Okay, po- uh, Game of Pod mm-hmm. about Podrick's sexual life, mm-hmm. but we should change it to Fodcast. Mm-hmm. So then it would be about the character <laughs> Fodrick, who <laughs> doesn't exist in the Game of Thrones universe as of yet. We could insert him in. This is too complicated for me. This I haven't had my second coffee, Dave. They have not explored the, uh, the the characters of Why can't we just role the play Royal being, Bank. Why can't we just role play being Ross Purdy? We're on his podcast. I want to be Ross Purdy. Ross Purdy goes down tangents. Oh, Ross Purdy and his tangents. We could make him Ross Ferdy. Well, let's make him Ross Ferdy then. Ross Ferdy 
What about Ross Turdy? Turdy. <laughs> <laughs> what about? Oh, now we're just being mean. What about Poo Turdy? No, that doesn't. That's, <laughs> that's just a. That's like a double negative. Yeah, you never got <laughs> let me finish about talking about um, when I got blocked from uh, Michael and Thomas's eat snacks. Oh yeah, tell me about it. It popped up no, but it had a red circle around it with a line through it. That's a double. That's a double no. That's a double negative. Which is it, actually, they were telling me I could have had that podcast. Oh, I was manifesting podcast back then. I you just weren't didn't. though. You were thieving it, and you can't just thieve something. But it was manifesting it, is all about thinking you want something, so you should get it, and then you get it. Whereas thieving is just taking what you want. It's like becoming and there's a, dif- there's a big difference. It's like becoming a king. There's two ways. You can take it by force. Or you can go, Daddy, Daddy, please, 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 Ross has, pri- I can't remember how many episodes he's done, 70 odd, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's a pretty good effort. Where he has been uh, murdering comedy, killing comedy, destroying comedy. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to quickly give it some CPR and bring it back to life. You're going to bring you're gonna bring comedy back to life? I don't know if anyone can hear that. But Dave is, um, well, he's smacking out the microphone. <gasps> He's giving it CPR. Oh, that's what he's doing. He's CPRing the the microphone. No comedy. Oh, comedy. Oh, that's comedy. <laughs> oh yeah. Comedy. Comedy. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Comedy. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay. Jeez. You were flatlining. I was down and dead, man. I was down and dead. I didn't. Ross know. tried to kill you. Oh yeah. He's been trying to bash me over the head with like a. Like he shot oh, the road runner at my ass at some point. Surprised he can carry. Oh, we just had the ding, which means manifestations are happening. Manifestations are happening because I'm alive. I'm you're so back, excited. You're back. You're back, comedy. I'm back and I'm ready to be funny. I'm ready to fart in your face and I'm ready to. to have How do you feel about pubes? Funny or not funny? No, they're not very funny, really, except if they're caught in your teeth. <laughs> That's hilarious, comedy. Oh, thanks so much. I feel like that was a fake laugh you did. Are you just saying saying it's funny because I'm very insecure. <laughs> That's the real one. Oh, thank you so much. I need that canned laughter. Give me that sweet, sweet, sweet tones of laughter. <laughs> Comedy, we've missed you. Yeah, I've you missed myself. You should have myself. seen what has happened to sitcoms since you've been gone. Oh, what's been happening? They're all like dramedies now. What? What the fuck? They, they, they talk about their feelings. Nah, fuck that. They, uh... I don't feel good about that. They, nobody falls down anymore. There's no slapstick. What? I'm going to shove a stick up someone's ass. Get me, get me Sorensen on the phone. Sorensen? Yeah, does he makes drama, doesn't he? No. Who you took on that Sorkin? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to make a comedy and it failed. Yeah, because he's a failure. He is. Yeah, he didn't listen to me. We were having a cigarette out the back one day, and I was telling him how to make a how to make a comedy funny and how we need to have some sort of like I don't know dishevelled cop in his show that like was you know dishevelled cop. Yeah, dishevelled cop. You that's know? a great character. Everybody loves a bumbling idiot. You he's know, like that's in got charge, power, but it's an idiot like a grown up kid so with a hammer. Like, he's got like got a gun at his hand in hand. He has power in his literal hand. Yeah, but he's a bumbling idiot. Yeah, but he's a bumbling idiot. Ah! <coughs> yeah. <coughs> Are you 
hilarious. Hey, don't die. That's not funny. That's no death. Death can be funny. Well, I guess it can. Yeah. As long as you know, like yeah. Except I'm a bit very sensitive around death at the moment because I've been d- dead for a while. Oh, I understand. I just also, I was really life. triggered by Diana dying. You mind? Oh, that's years ago. Get over it. Look. Time plus t- time plus tragedy equals comedy. Time plus tragedy equals comedy. Oh, that's really good. I should probably put that in my book. That's a, that's how you were created oh. through time and tragedy. Okay. Luckily, unfortunately, time is just a human construct, so you probably don't actually exist. What? What do you mean I don't exist? I think. Oh shit. What do you mean I don't exist? Well, tragedy definitely exists. I fucking exist, man. You just brought me back to life. How can you say kings. I don't exist? Well, time plus tragedy equals comedy, but time is just a human construct. Yeah. Meaning that I'm just a human construct. You're just a human construct. Well, that's plus okay. Plus tragedy. You're just humans plus tragedy. Well, I thought you said I wasn't tragedy. That, com- that I thought you were bagging. Time plus the- time plus comedy. Time plus tragedy equals comedy. Time plus tragedy equals com- comedy, comedy equals you. Well, what? Do you, how do you explain Jerry Seinfeld? Well, I guess he's kind of tragic, but there's no tragedy. Tragic. Well, well, maybe he's not funny. Maybe he's not funny. Maybe but I laugh when I watch him. Well, maybe you're an idiot. Oh. Maybe, but wait, there's tragedy in his show. When? His, uh, there's no fucking tragedy in yeah. his show? Yeah. No, there's not. Yeah, George, his pants are down when he's been in the pool and the girl sees him when he's got shrinkage. That's not tragedy. That's, just tragic. Tragic. That's pure comedy. <laughs> it's tragic. It's pure fucking comedy, mate. It's It, it was tragic on the set when it happened, it plus wasn't. time for it to be on the air. Funny. No, that's, that's just funny because we hate George. When his penis is seen little... That's, of course he's got a little penis. That was tragic for him. It's got he's got little penis energy all over him. Look at him. Little pe- plus time of it to be filmed and be edited and oh, be put on the air. This is a stretch now. This is a fucking time stretch. P- or what about the time when he? Uh, uh, oh yeah, think of something. Bad think of something quick. He uh, he got fired from his job because he was trying to impress a girl yeah. who thought he was from out of town. So he claimed he was from a different town. And then his boss found out about it and traded him to that town. Oh, that wasn't funny. That wasn't even funny when you'd retold it. It was, and it was. Uh, there that was, was the ch- most boring story ever heard. Was, I'm just hearing chicken. stories from a show that I don't care about anymore. There was chicken involved. That show's passe anyway. Well, I oh. want to talk about real stuff. Oh Jesus, comedy! You're still dead. <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> talk about real stuff. <laughs> Fuck oh, you! I fuck want to talk about real stuff, like oh, the real no. comedy, like the comedy of the comedy of life right now. Like, oh yeah, like oh, what's out there now? Like, I saw a troll doll that was looked like Trump the other day. Oh, oh, the, uh, oh Trump oh. troll doll. Oh, that's funny. Oh, 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 I'm just gonna have to smother oh, you. Yeah. I'm sorry. Can I just oh, get a pillow yeah. here? Do you know what else I saw? Do you know who else I saw? Oh, God damn it. I apologise, Ross. I see now what you've been attempting to do all this time. Far out. Comedy's really fucked, isn't it? It's, uh... Lame as shit. Lame. I was waiting for the horse walks into the bar joke. Oh, I do enjoy that joke. Oh, it's a great joke, but I don't think comedy could pull it off. A horse walks into a bar and it goes, ow. No. A horse walks into the bar and the barman says... Uh, why the long face? Why? No, but... Because if it hit, walks into a bar, it would hit it. It would would smack its face back. No, that's not it. how it goes, though. It's that that's not the funny one. That's not the funny one. The a funny bar. one is why the long face, because the horse has a long face. A bar a bar walks into a horse, and the horse says, "Ow, that's my bum." 
I think a bar in that context would be a sheep. The bar oh, the walks bar, into bar. the horse. Well, that's perverse. You're perverse. Well. That's my attempt at comedy. That's insulting. <laughs> <laughs> what's the funniest joke you ever made, Dave? Ever made or yeah, heard? Yeah, one of your, what's your best joke from a show? That you've made. Well, I wrote the best joke of all time once. Oh, God. I know this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And, uh, and I knew it was the best joke. <laughs> oh, God. I know this bit. This is a bit, everyone. I don't Get know. ready for the bit. I knew it was the best joke <sighs> ever written when I, I wrote it. the joke ever written. Because, because the heavens opened. The heavens opened. And God, and God himself, himself shoved his hand hand through the clouds and rustled my hair and went... Rustled my balls. Good one, fella. (laughs) Good one. Not hair. (laughs) Well, my balls are (laughs) puby. He rustled my puby balls. Rustled my puby balls. (laughs) Just rustled. (laughs) Rustled. And said... And said... Shani's an idiot. I have trained for many long, hard years to be an idiot with you, David Teak. It's kind of crazy, actually. As a clown, I'm a trained clown. And so jokes verbally don't come, like, to my brain noggin in the way that they do for stand-ups. I don't do jokes like that. I have been known to be quite quippy and very funny in the moment as a clown. Incredibly witty, in fact. Tell us um, an example. Uh, Like... (laughs) Oh, stop. Don't be ridiculous. Oh, don't. No, this is... Oh, it's what a predictable cliche way to get me back. What a cliche. You're not even getting the timing right. Yeah, it's not even funny, Dave. <laughs> stop it. You idiot. Well, we're back destroying comedy. <laughs> we're destroying comedy. I want to bring oh. comedy back to life, but can we give it a new personality? Yes, can we? Oh, oh we're shit. getting a call. Oh, gosh. Um, do we answer uh, it? Well, this is a call-in show, of course. Okay. 1-800-DICKHEAD. Okay. Uh, so this is Ross Purdy's show. Does he have yeah. call-ins? Oh, shit. I just hung up on him. <laughs> hung up on? Whoever that was, I accidentally, <laughs> accidentally hung up on them. Oh, better. <laughs> just, why don't you just... Call back the number that flashed on the screen, Dave. Oh. Yeah. God, what? How 44 years old are you? You just. Oh, there it is. Answer. Press the green button, you old heathen. Hello, you are on the air. This is Two Little Dickheads Demystify. What are you manifesting today? We are not Two Little Dickheads Demystify. We are now Ross Purdy. We'll destroy comedy. We took over the show. Okay. Yeah, look, we're, we're actually now in a different podcast. You're on the air. What are you manifesting today? Yes. What are you manifesting today? Duffy, at your own podcast that you barely pay attention to, you now feel the need to take over my podcast? Oh, shit. Um, um, well, sorry, who is this? Who is, what is, hello? Uh, yeah, yeah, we're on it right now. We're doing it. This yeah, is our, this it's is our, uh, we're taking, we manifested it as our own show. It's pretty funny. What? What? Is this Shanamanuga and David Teak? Yes, that's Two little dickheads theme? 
That yeah, is, that is yeah, correct. That is correct. Who's this? Who is this? Who is this? We don't know what's going on. Yeah. Ross Purdy. Ross Purdy. Oh, you on the podcast. Ross oh, Purdy, shit. you are on the air. <laughs> what, are, what are you uh, manifesting in your life today? I, I don't know what I'm manifesting. I guess I, <laughs> I, guess I manifested some uh, two dickheads coming and stealing my show from underneath me. Oi, oi, oi. Stealing is a strong word, Ross. What we did was manifested your show. We decided we wanted to, to manifest having your show, so now we get it. It's different from stealing. It's a manifestation. Ross, as you will know, there's two ways to take the throne. One is through violent force, and the other is, how oh, I would like your show, please. And we went that route and took the, the bloody show. Yeah, we yeah, we didn't. We manifested we it. We manifested It's not it. thieving. That We were just entitled because we manifested hard enough, so... You know, what can you do about it? Sorry, man. Do you think that's what the English colonists said to the Aboriginals when they stole their land? Well, we just manifested this land away from you. I think that's exactly what they said. That's, I don't know. This is what I'm saying right now. I'm an Indigenous Australian and you're the English colonizers. In this scenario. That's not an offensive uh, equation. Well, I don't now, know. I feel very uncomfortable about this. I do see some similarities in the situation, but you've got to understand, Ross, we're making your continent better. <laughs> I, I'm sure you, you're not. What are you talking about, huh? You're, you're doing silly voices over there or something like that? This is a serious podcast. Uh, not anymore. Well... Yeah, that's that's the problem, Ross. You've been do, being doing a serious podcast when you're trying to destroy comedy. I mean, we had a whole role play where comedy was brought back to life, had a really cool voice, like hey, hello, I'm comedy, <laughs> and then we killed comedy all over again. I mean, that's that's what the that's what the listeners want. This show has an arc now. It has a narrative form that mm. can be easily followed by the listeners at home. Yeah, and we've got like the 22 steps of a story in place with with actual inciting yeah. incidences and then climaxes and Moments stuff that you just death. never hit. Return to the scene of the crime. We've got Chekhov's gun. Reckon that Joseph Campbell's over here or something like that. What was so hard about following the original arc was me trying to start up a podcast, a comedy interview podcast, which is still hot and in, by the way, and trying to compete with Joe Rogan. That is an excellent forecast format. I enjoy the Joe Rogan show, the WTF show, and the one with the Make It Weird guy. Petey Homers. Yeah. That's an excellent format. Sadly, it's dead for you. It's hot and in right now. I was going to get my own crashing type show where I just weirdly get a bunch of, I just weirdly have sex with a lot of hot women despite looking like a flabby piece of human dough. Well, you're going to need Artie Lang to show up and he's looking a bit weird at the moment. He's always looked a bit weird. (laughs) You made it weird. You all made this weird. (laughs) What? Ross, you're accusing us of making something weird? Have you taken a look at yourself and your comedy in recent years? Uh, I don't get what's weird about doing a show that's a tribute to Kanye West's seminal album, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, that's actually a self-improvement seminar. And actually, it's actually genius. Ross, what colour are your pubes? Uh, pardon? <laughs> We've been discussing pubes at length on the show today. 
Oh, I don't know. I, I, just, I just needed a diversion <laughs> because. Oh. Ross, if you'd like an interview comedy show, you should just manifest it. You should yeah, make you one should happen just manifest for you. It, I really make it think. Happen. I really think you could do that. I think you've got the skill set. You just need to visualize it every morning. And then follow the through mirror. on getting those things, no, at, no matter what the cost. Look in the mirror every day and say, I will have a podcast. I will have a podcast. I, I will. I shave and trim, by the way. Shave and trim your pubes. You shave and trim your pubes. Okay. You I manscape. If you shave and then trim, I don't think you're, what you're trimming is pubes. I think you <laughs> <laughs> Once you've shaved. That's a daily bum. It's fine. I think you might be. <laughs> Whipping off some more necessary uh, attributes. Just be really careful with that, Ross. I say trim then shave, but then the, but but then why bother trimming? Shave or trim? I get rid of all of it. Well, that's good. Good for you, Ross. We're we're not against any kind of pube here. We just hate the word pube. Oh, we we're pro. We think the we word hate pube the word, is shit. We hate the word pube. We are pro pubes, and we're glad Princess Diana's dead. No, we're not. <laughs> Princess Diana is dead. You're glad Princess Diana is dead. You actually manifested her death. Yes. Through, which is a despicable act. Through sheer will and um, breaking her seatbelt. So we we have um, we have got your podcast now, Ross, I'm afraid. I don't know if there's much you can do about it because we manifested it pretty we're, hard. Already, we did a big vocal song ritual about it and everything. We've already manifested oh, this God, one. God, of course you did a ritual. Yeah, we did You're going to have to manifest your own podcast, but a different podcast than your own podcast because yeah, we've already manifested your we've podcast. We've manifested yours. And so, and manifesting always works. There's no way it wouldn't. Uh, um, That's a good start. I don't respect your show. <laughs> well, I just burped on it. <laughs> that's that's why I manifested. What do you expect me to manifest? A late night party boys podcast that we I barely ever do with Damien. Wow, that's that sounds like you're not committed. Yeah, and uh, commitment. He's not committed. I'm like, we have to raise this thing, and he's like, I don't want this thing. This was an accident. Well, maybe we should do a manifestation now, the three of us, to manifest Damien having more motivation and Let's less laziness. Manifest Damien into uh, work ethic. Would you like to start? We'll start. Uh, how, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> Damien. Damien. Please get more motivated. Please get more motivated. Motivated, motivated. Damien. You're not a motorhead. You're a motivated. Motorhead's taken already. That was manifested oh, by that other guy. Fucking shit. Well, I bet Damien calls you now and says, hey, Ross, let's do more let's of our late night party boys. boys. You say I was, and if it doesn't, it's because you fucked up that manifestation with, your, maybe, with your bad zhuzh. Or maybe Lemmy from Motorhead will call you and say, would you like to play bass? <laughs> and then he, and if, you yeah, say, le- if you say yes, he'll get really mad because he plays bass. And it's his band. Weird, because Lemmy has called me up from the dead. He's messaged me on Facebook from the dead and he said, let's do the late night party boys podcast together. Wow. Well, there you go. That's, that's uh, the power of a dickhead manifestation. That's the power of the dickhead manifestation. And I look forward to hearing Lemmy Ghost and Ross Purdy's uh, Late Night Party Boys Ghost Watch. Hey, would you like our, our old podcast, Ross? It's called Sad Mess, Shani and Dave's uh, Meditation Empowering Super Spirituality. That's a podcast that we did a few years ago. If you'd, li- if you'd like it, you can have it. 
No, I don't want any sloppy seconds. I don't want some sloppy seconds. Hey, all the cool kids. Are- I have to deal with this business venture I'm in with Lemmy's ghost now. I mean, that guy's a real party guy. I mean, he, he got looked- drunk all the time. How am I supposed to compete with that? He drank. Uh, he drank Jack Daniels by the bottle. Well, I'll tell you how you compete. You manifest every day being better than him. Just Ugh, fucking manifesting shit. <laughs> Jesus. Ross, have you... Well, I have a, have you I have a bottle of Jim Bean with me right now. I mean, does that count? You wanting Jim Beam? I didn't hear it. What? You're drinking Jim Beam right now? I have an b- actual bottle with Jim Beam. You can't actually see me because this is just a regular phone call, but I got a bottle of Jim Beam. Maybe I just got too drunk, left the studio open. It would have been open for anyone. Well, there were uh, lots of people hanging around the studio door hoping to steal your podcast. Yeah. We were just the strongest. Yeah, because we weren't thieves. We were manifesting. Exactly. And that is that. then it becomes our right, our self-loving right. If you're so spiritual <laughs> and philosophical and all la-dee-da manifesting... Why the fuck are you stealing people's shit? Doesn't seem like it gets good karma, Shanama. <laughs> <laughs> this is the res- this is the result of good karma yeah. that we've <laughs> built up with the universe over time, and the universe is paying us back with your podcast. Mm, that's right, Ross. Really, that's what it does. Yeah, it's a tally system, actually. Jim, Jim Have you Car- ever watched The Good Place? Jim Carrey wanted your podcast, but he has bad karma for that period he was an anti-vaxxer. So he couldn't right. get it. So now? Now he, he, couldn't, I, he couldn't have it. He, had, he didn't have the manifestation points. Yeah, no, he didn't. I thought he would have bad karma because he treated people like shit and saying he was just channeling Andy Kaufman. Yeah, that happened also. But also he was an anti-vaxxer when he was dating that Playboy girl. I really do believe he was channeling Andy, Andy Kaufman. I think it was Andy Kaufman being an asshole. Yeah, I, I do too. Well, that's Andy Kaufman just being Tony Clifton, and that's his asshole character. Yeah, but he who's the man behind the mask, Ross? Who's the man in the costume? Who's the man with the makeup on? I don't think Jim Carrey channeled him enough. I don't think he challenged wow. any women to wrestle him at all. Oh, wow. 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 That is a huge accusation there, Ross. Are you saying he fake wrestled uh, Courtney Love and, in fact, Courtney Love murdered um, that Kurt guy, Cobain? Kurt Cobain? No, Courtney Love obviously murdered Larry Flynn. What? Who she also was dating. Wow. I did not know about that because I don't care about Larry Flynn. No, she, she was dating Larry Flynn's lawyer. No, just Larry Flynn. Larry Flint, the real Larry Flint's a piece of shit, but Larry Flint, as played by Woody Harrelson, he's yeah. a free speech hero. He was a free speech hero. He fought for the rights to show vaginas. Exactly, the whole thing. And he had an American flag taped over his mouth, so you know that means that the system is, is trying to take him down. Freedom. I love Woody Harrelson and Cheers. He, fun fact <laughs> about Woody Harrelson and Cheers... The character was named Woody before they even auditioned him. Sure, okay, well. <laughs> that's the problem. You take my podcast and now you're polluting it with this obscure shit and no one can follow. <laughs> I'll never do that. We're bringing comedy back, Ross. You've been destroying it. We're building it back up piece by piece. 
cell by cell, muscle by muscle, bone by bone, pube by pube. Yeah, I think now it's Ross Purdy destroys, meaning you're destroyed, and comedy Ross, exists. two little dickheads destroy Ross Purdy's hey. destruction of comedy. Yes, that's where we're at. That is the evolution of this podcast, Ross, and you have to come to terms with it. You have to let I it guess. go. You have to let it go. Give it up. Turn it off. Spin it round. Dance it out. Lick it up. Well, we had 69 good episodes and then <laughs> hey. one really shit one where uh, hey, I two little dickheads took over. I literally guessed there were 70 episodes. Ha <laughs> ha, you did. Yeah. That's how fucking on the pulse I am. <laughs> hey, aren't you on at least 10 of them? I'm only five. The you five. won five. That's why I can't believe you did me so dirty. The five best ones. <laughs> Take that, all your celebrity guests. <laughs> uh, the one where Ashley Clark calls me out for not getting her a drink of water is a pretty good one. I brought my own water because I'm a professional. Yeah, you exactly. Bought, you bought your own water even today. Listen to this. Moist. Okay, that's enough. Well, you know what? Stop it now. Okay, stop it. Ross? Ross? Eh? What? <laughs> hey, Ross, do you prefer your swamps to be moist or dry? Do I prefer my... What? <laughs> do you prefer your swamps to be moist or dry? My, my swamps? Yes, swamps. <laughs> what the hell is that? If you're going on a holiday to a swamp, would you like it to be a moist swamp or, or a dry, dry swamp? swamp. I just, how am I supposed to answer that? With the word moist or or the word dry. Is this what you're doing? You're going to bring people on and just ask them questions that they couldn't possibly answer because they're just so weird and out of left field? This isn't what my show was about. I prefer my swamps to be moist. Moist. I don't even know what that means. Aren't all swamps moist? But... The best ones are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but do you like your muddy synthesized or natural and organic? Do you prefer GMO mud or uh, or uh, naturally organic mud? Organic mud. Oh, for fuck! <laughs> mud is that a slang term for butthole or something? Why would I have a genetically modified butthole? <laughs> I just don't understand this at all. It's called a boutique bumhole. They're um they're making... No, that's a store in Brunswick. <laughs> I do like that store. Yeah, I love that store. Boutique bumhole. Boutique bumhole. Plugs for your needs. Look, I'm not I guess it is just your show now. Yes. I mean That's right. You're just con- you disoriented me. So Ross to the point to the point of you just took it away from me. Let's go back. Let's go to your childhood. <laughs> where, <sighs> sure. Where okay. were you? Where were you raised? Well, I guess I was raised in rural bark, which I guess, in a sense, is like a swamp. Raised, oh, that makes like, sense. No wonder we've been tapping into that swamp stuff, Dave. Yeah, raised suggests is more like a magical 
kind of a I will raise up the this mountain. I I really think you should consider yourself grown. Where were you grown? Because you grow. You're not uh you're not a cake. You don't rise. Okay. Oh, I am a cake. What kind of cake are you? I'm a chocolate mud cake. Wow. I would have said rainbow ice cream cake, but okay. Oh, because you know, I did that show, Rainbow Piss? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you should have Which done. no one got that it was a tribute to Kanye West, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Got it. The best hip-hop album of the year 2010. Was it? Is that your opinion or is that the opinion of Rolling Stone magazine? Me, Rolling Stone magazine, Pitchfork, NME. I moved to London in 2010, so I didn't really listen to it. Yeah, of course you didn't, because you're a bunch of Philistines. Can you um, regale us with some of your favourite lyrics from this album? Yeah, we'd love that. Maybe we'll bring comedy back to life. <sighs> All right. This week has been a bad massage. I need a happy ending. Get it? <laughs> Get it? Yes. Yes. Yes, we yes. get it. He's... You know, if I want it, I need it. I can feel it slowly drifting away from me. And I feel this podcast slowly drifting away from me. Much like... Ted Ka- Cuddy was speaking for me. Much like Kanye's relationship with Kim Kardashian, it's drifting away and you will never have your babies again. And it's very, it's very um, sentimental listening to the last song of that album, Lost in the World. Because it, it includes uh, lines of a poem that he actually wrote for her before they were together. Can you regale with us some of those lyrics? <sighs> uh, Would you like us to beatbox to give you some... No, it's not a rap, it's... You are my, okay, you are my prison, you are my jail, you are my war, you are my truce. You are my, um... Don't cry, Ross. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's beautiful. It's okay. Okay. It's not You're your... lost in the world. It's not your fault, You Ross. just lost Amber Rose. Ross, it's not your what? fault. It's not your fault, Ross. Ross, Ross, it's not your fault. Oh, it's because I just saw myself as the Kanye West of comedy. And it's not I'm your fault, Ross. To... <laughs> I break the most move comedy forward and... People just see me as this weird guy that's just weirdly egotistical and aggressive, but there's actually a lot of vulnerability in what I do. People just don't pay attention. That's not what hits and plays. So I just play one piano key over and over again. Ross, it's not your fault. Oh, Ross, it's okay. Like, I know we don't understand you at all and you're completely misrepresented in the general sphere, but... You know, so is Kanye. You really are the Kanye of comedy because I, I don't like Kanye. I don't get him at all. I think he's a complete hack. So, Ross, can I tell you about my wife? <laughs> Sometimes she used to fart in her sleep. One time she farted and she woke herself up. It's not your fault. <laughs> What's that got to do with my identity crisis? Sometimes. It's your fault because you stole all my podcast. We met Exactly. We manifested it. And I, I just, I'm really regretting my whole sort of career and my free thinking, my passions. 
And my idols and my heroes. Where to now, Ross? Imagine yourself tomorrow. Where are you tomorrow? And that's where you'll be. Ross, can I tell you a story about me? One time... <sighs> you I... fart, you fart, and you wake yourself up, right? No, my wife. Like a dog. Remember game six of the Boston Red Sox that time? I had tickets to that game, but I wasn't there because I saw a girl in a bar and I handed my ticket to my mate and said, i got to see about a girl. It's not your fault, Ross. <laughs> Sometimes I just think everything's just a big jerk with you two. A big jerk? I don't like what you're turning the show into, but I guess you manifested it. Thank you. Thank you for it. So now I got nothing. Ross, do you know what my favourite part of the day is? Thank you for acknowledging that manifestation, Ross. My favourite part of the day is when I drive up to pick you up and I think maybe today Ross won't be in there. <laughs> and then my little brother Casey can sit in the front seat finally. <laughs> it's, not, it's not your fault, Ross. Hey, Ross, have you ever seen Goodwill Hunting? <laughs> That's the one Matt, where Matt Damon finishes that math equation on the blackboard and he's like, how do you like them apples? That's the one. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. What's that noise? I don't like that noise. Oh, that's your to- totem sound. That's your totem animal sound. <sighs> Ross, if you were a swamp beast, what kind of swamp beast would you be? <laughs> Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. thing. (laughs) He has a ghetto blaster and listens to Jay-Z. Shani, if you were a Swamp Beast, what (laughs) Swamp Beast would you be? Stork. Stork. (laughs) Hey, Ross, I'm really, 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 really proud and honoured to to own your podcast. It really is a pleasure and an honour. And uh, the two little dickheads are really proud that we managed to crack the code and shove uh, Jim Carrey down the stairs and get to the podcast first. And uh, we'll keep it warm. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep it by the fire like a marshmallow. Yeah, it might get a bit crispy, but that just means it'll be gooier on the inside. Indeed. And it might burn your yeah. lips, but, you know, as long as you, as long as you, you, you don't you might get a bit die, of s- it'll be fine. Might eat a bit of stick accidentally, and uh, there might be some residue from a sausage stuck on the stick yeah, that was cooked earlier and, on. And that maybe stick. a dead mosquito, but that's just a bit of protein, right? It just sometimes they get stuck on the, the on sticky, the, on moist, the sticky moist, the sticky moist cooked marshmallow. Yeah, but at least they're organic <laughs> marshmallows. The marshmallow will be there, and I think that's beautiful. I think that's amazing. I think I think that's um, that's good karma. Well, can I plug something, I guess? Let's do the part of the show where we do plugs. Open up the plug plug bag. Open up the plug bag. Oh, don't talk about plug bags. That's got shit, man. It's already been done. Open it up. No, they do do close it when they mean open it. Or is it the other way around? Yeah, they do closing the plug bag. And quite frankly, I think the bit's gotten old. Well, yes, things do grow up, Ross, just like you. That's that why the, you have to let go of this podcast. Is that what you're plugging, that um, Comedy Bang Bang has gotten old? 
<laughs> Just saying, it's not perfect. I mean, Scott Ackerman's never had to deal with a couple, a couple of... of people coming in and stealing his show from him. Hey, hey, that's him, a but... couple of dickheads to you, and it's not stealing, it's manifesting. Yep. Yeah, stealing, manifesting, who cares? None of this matters. It's all part of white feminism. What would you like right? to what would you like to plug? Ross Purdy with the plug bag wide open for him to pull the plug out and out of the plug he bought at Boutique Bums in Brunswick. And now to plug something, Ross Purdy. Take it away, Ross Purdy. So I'm bringing back Rainbow Piss for one night only at the Northcote Social Club, July 27th. Um, it's going to be, if you saw it during Comedy Festival, it's an even bigger and grander show now. It's going to be real rock and roll and punk. And if Dr. El Suavo opened the show and the Late Night Party Boys are going to do a post-show DJ set. Woo! That sounds fantastic. And for anyone out there, I, I have seen this show and, and I can tell you, it really felt like an allegory for that great Kanye West album, Yeezus. That's exactly no. what I thought. That's exactly the what I thought. That. Yeah. The I, album before that. The album before that. My first solo show in 2016 was Yeezus. It was antagonistic and hostile and no one liked it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ross, you're such a card. Such a card. Such a dish. Such a, a platter. Such a delightful prawn. Such a carnivorous little crustacean. <laughs> Such a Kanye West incarnate. Such a I, I, I kind of think of you as the northwest of the Kanye West clan. Indeed. The star, the northern star of Kanye West. The, the well, look, if you're a fan of Ross Purdy, you're not a fan of Ross Purdy. You're just a fan of yourself. So I've always That's always. beautiful, Ross. That's so profound. Uh, Ross, you should do a podcast You should like, do a that. podcast and share wisdom like that. Um, I opened up this show with that. No, it wasn't, though, was it? No. No. <laughs> it was an obscure reference to something Kanye said in an interview. What? Is he, is he crying? <laughs> I think he's crying again. Oh, okay, continue on. Keep doing, doing your clown shit. <laughs> uh, well, we've learned something today. Yes, we have. You can manifest whatever you want. Yeah, you can. You can take whatever you want. Indeed. As long as you've got good karma points and wasn't... Formerly in an anti-vaxxer. Yeah, as long as your intention was to manifest and not to steal, then everything's fine. Be the little boy that wants his king, his dad the king to die so he can be on the throne. Not the violent intruder that just takes the throne. <laughs> Indeed. I should have been watching the throne. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's always nice to have you on the show, Ross. Thanks, uh, for, thanks yeah. for being on Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy Destroyed by the Two Little Dickheads. Mm. Uh, maybe we'll have you back sometime. Yeah, maybe. Um, we'll call you. We'll call you. I'm never coming back. That's your choice. That's a choice you've made and we respect choices. Mm -hmm, we do. Your body, your choice. Your body, your choice. Ross. Wish I could have gotten a show aborted. <laughs> <laughs> and then that note, I think we have wrapped up today's episode. Thanks Thank you so much for everybody. listening. Go see Ross Purdy at the Northcote Social Club. I'm pretty sure we'll be there. I haven't yes, checked we the will. dates yet, but I do definitely want to go. 
Uh, check out Two Little Dickheads Demystify. And, and don't, we can't talk about anything else because it's under embargo. Embargo. <coughs> Stay safe. Be good. May all your swamps be moist. Tell Ross you love him. Tell him it's not his fault. Yeah. How do you like them apples? <laughs> <laughs>